millions of people every day are reaping the health benefits of using cannabis oil also known as CBD. This new product derived from hemp has fascinated doctors and scientists around the world for its powerful effects on the human body. If you are in need of alternative methods for health empowerment, please visit www.naturalhempoil.com. That's naturalhempoil.com. CBD is now legal in over 40 states, and our products are non-psychoactive and contain less than 0.3% THC levels. We also offer products for household pets. Naturalhempoil.com does not claim to treat cancer, PTSD, epilepsy, anxiety, insomnia, joint pain, eczema, or any chronic condition that you may have been diagnosed with. Please consult with a doctor before you take CBD. Results may vary, so give our natural CBD a try at www.naturalhempoil.com. That's naturalhempoil.com. Visit naturalhempoil.com. That's naturalhempoil.com. When it comes to stubborn belly fat, we're all searching for a miracle pill. Generally, you have to use multiple products that target belly fat differently to manage excess weight around the stomach. Some products may focus on abdominal exercises or dietary changes, while others might focus on boosting metabolism or controlling cravings. But believe it or not, I may have found a solution that removes the need for juggling through multiple weight management products. It's called Belly Trim, and it's more effective at targeting belly fat, enhancing metabolism, and promoting a toned midsection better than most weight management products I've seen typically found on store shelves. Tens of thousands of five-star reviews back up the notion that Belly Trim is not only a breakthrough in a bottle, but that it also removes the need for us to use countless diet pills and fat-burning supplements. But there's more. If you place your order for Belly Trim now, you'll also receive 51% off free VIP live health and fitness coaching for life, two free new ebooks titled Top 10 Foods That Burn Belly Fat, and Top 10 Exercises to Reduce Belly Fat, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee, and last but not least, free shipping. Simply go to www.trimwithus.com. That's www.trimwithus.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's www.trimwithus.com. Order now. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. Talk to enough people, and you'll soon realize nearly everyone's shocked at their recent electricity bills. Some studies reveal energy costs have skyrocketed by as high as 60% in as little as two years. That's why tens of thousands are installing this magical little device from SavePowerBills.com to help slash their energy bills. This sophisticated gadget stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your appliances and electronics. Simply plug it into your home wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this device is one of the most efficient ways to save money while beating the greedy power companies. But there's more. If you order now, you'll also receive 65% off, fast shipping within the USA, hassle-free returns, and last but not least, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee. Just go to SavePowerBills.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's SavePowerBills.com. Violent crime across the U.S. has skyrocketed. Just recently, a politician was carjacked by three armed attackers outside his home in Washington, D.C. This comes several months after another politician was assaulted in the elevator of her building. Between mass shootings, kidnappings, burglaries, and carjackings, it's never been more vital to learn how to protect yourself. This is why tens of thousands are choosing the Fighter Flare Flashlight. The Fighter Flare Flashlight has awed people with a wonderful design and massive light output. On top of an ultra-bright 800-lumen light, it boasts powerful strobe lighting modes for self-defense, a glass breaking hammer, a built-in power bank, solar-powered recharging, rope cutter, siren, and much more. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this flashlight is the latest and greatest in the EDC market. But there's more. If you place your order for the Fighter Flare flashlight now, you'll also receive 66% off, free express shipping, and last but not least, a 100% lifetime guaranteed replacement. Simply go to www.fighterflare.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. 
www.fighterflare.com. Order now. Something wicked is coming this way, and only fools are ignoring the signs. So it's time you became a financial prepper like thousands of others. Gold can travel anywhere. It's international. It's its own currency. Allocate to gold now, the timeless safe haven asset. Open an IRA with noble gold investments to physically hold coins and bars and let real, tangible gold, not just paper, save your portfolio as the economy burns again. Right now, Noble Gold Investments offers a free 3-ounce silver American virtue coin with every qualified IRA. Just use the promo code code GOLD to claim your free coin and secure your family's financial future. Go to noblegoldinvestments.com now. noblegoldinvestments.com This performance may not be indicative of future results. Investing in precious metals, including gold, involves risks. Consult with your tax attorney or financial professional before making an investment decision. RPN is not responsible for the views, actions, statements, or opinions of its guests, advertisers, or even its viewers. The information contained in this program is not to be confused with medical or legal advice. An appearance on this platform is not necessarily an endorsement. But as always, we encourage you to do your own research. Enjoy the show. Good evening, everyone. So, just want to draw attention over here on Rumble. Gary had asked, does anybody know of a reputable website to order medicine like antibiotics, HQ, ivermectin, and yes, the wellness company? Uh, I just dropped the link in there. You can use code RP78. They will give you a discount. Uh, they provide telemedicine services, and they also provide uh, kits of useful medicines that you want to keep on hand. So get in touch with them, and they should be able to help you out. And thank you very much for joining us today. If you guys wouldn't mind, do me a favor. Please click the like button. It's a party at 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue. Plenty of gender-fluid, non-conforming, <laughs> you know the words, um, uh, non-binary, blue-haired, green-haired, pink-haired weirdos, Hunter Biden hanging out in his underwear, Joe Biden eagerly awaiting the delivery of the cocaine. And of course, there's a whole bunch of other stuff going on in the world, but I just wanted to have some fun. Pictures have been revealed showing the cocaine they found in the White House, and we're going to go through all of that. We're also going to talk about a whole host of other subjects. So sit back, relax, and grab your popcorn, because we're going to be right back after this. 
Now, generally, when it comes to anti-aging, pretty much everybody out there is looking for that miracle pill, something that's just going to fix everything. But the truth of the matter is that generally, you're going to have to use multiple products that target each area of the skin differently to fully combat the appearance of aging. There's some supplements that might attempt to reduce wrinkles. There are others that might bring back firmness to sagging skin. But believe it or not, I may have found a solution that removes the need for juggling multiple anti-aging products. You see, it's a special type of collagen, and it's better at maintaining skin elasticity, reducing the visible signs of aging, and promoting a youthful complexion more than most any anti-aging products I've seen typically found on the store shelves. And tens of thousands of five-star reviews back up this notion that this collagen is not only a modern-day fountain of youth, but that it also removes the need for us to use multiple countless serums and anti-aging supplements. But there's more. If you order now, you're also going to get 53% off free live VIP health and fitness coaching for life, a free new ebook entitled The 14 Foods for Amazing Skin, a 60-day money-back satisfaction guarantee, and last but not least, free shipping. Simply go to my special website, healthwithredpill.com. Once again, that's healthwithredpill.com to take advantage of this limited time offer before it's too late. So go there now, hit the link in the description below, and when you support my sponsors, you support this channel. Because you know Hunter is. If you want to hang out, you've got to take her out. Cocaine. That's what it takes to get into the White House in 2023. If you want to get down, down on the ground. Cocaine. She don't mind, she don't mind, she don't mind. Cocaine. All right, a little bit of fun. And Yuri Naka, just to be clear, this is not cocaine found again. This is the cocaine discovered by the Secret Service some time ago earlier this year. They're just now revealing the actual images of that cocaine in case anybody here wasn't clear what a baggie of cocaine looks like. And actually, let me just uh, change out my camera view here. Let's get uh, this guy on. There we go. Okay. Uh, If you're going bald and you want it back, cocaine or Rogaine. There we go. (laughs) Also, I wanted to give a big shout out uh, to uh, to, to, to Dankzilla420. He said this is his first time actually being here, sounds like. Uh, hang on, let me go back to these, because this really warmed my heart when I saw this dude. He said, finally, after years of listening to the website podcast, I'm going to catch a show live. This is great. Oh, my God, it's making my month. Zach, you're heaven sent. I started listening when COVID hit. Somehow I found you, and you were the only place I seemed to be getting accurate news and not the weird word-for-word same news that was coming from everywhere else. God bless everyone here. I feel like because of the chat and the people who are always mentioned in it, I'm familiar with a lot of you as well. We will get our country back. Glad to be here, and thank you for keeping me positive and hopeful through the dark times. My friend, uh, that warms my heart to hear that. I'm so happy that my show and the audience here, the names that you hear every single day, has given you some measure of solace. Uh, I fully understand the difficulties that we face. 
But as I was just saying on uh, True Reporting on Thomas's show, you know, the things that we must endure, uh, they really do make us stronger. And uh, as I have continually reminded everyone, it's it's my faith. At the end of the day, it's my faith that allows me to move forward, knowing that no matter what occurs, whatever specific events occur, I'm going to be okay. You're going to be okay. We're going to be okay. America is going to survive. There's just going to be some tough times ahead, and we have to have that faith and the calm to weather the storm, and we'll get through it, Uh, and uh, that's really all we can say. The only thing that we can control is the way that we interact with the world, the way that we move through all of the BS and the garbage, the things that seem to happen to us, the things that arise from the decisions we make or the decisions of other people. Uh, We just have to be strong. And we have to be resolute, continuing to move forward. Now, I know for a lot of people, when it was announced a couple of months ago that cocaine was found in the White House, I mean, that was devastating to a lot of people. The idea that the White House itself could be so defiled. I mean, well, you know, you can go back to the 90s, Monica Lewinsky, the blue dress, and I guess maybe this isn't the first time the White House has been defiled in such a way, but... That occurrence was representative of the current regime that is operating in Washington, D.C. You know that under Donald Trump's first term in office, there was never any cocaine that was found inside the White House. Once Joe Biden entered 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue, things kind of began to go downhill. Uh, the high standards that were set by the Trump team in terms of who they hired, in terms of who they let in, they began to be relaxed. Of course, Hunter Biden has had a significant problem with drugs and alcohol throughout most of his life. And I think that all of us believe that it, likely it was Hunter Biden who actually had that cocaine. This is that famous scene of him on the 4th of July hanging out on the parapet at the White House or the balcony, whatever you want to call it. And uh, there was a moment where it looked like he did a bump of cocaine uh, right there behind his father. He's wandering around back and forth, wiping sweat from his brow. I know it was summer. He's wearing a blazer. But good God, man, you know, I mean, like there are ways to to get around this stuff, you know, wear some Under Armour or something, wear something sweat wicking. But Hunter Biden, obviously... I think there was something else going on. So what we have today is uh, several photographs of the two grams of cocaine. Now, I I speculated when they described the size of the baggie that it might have been a gram, might have been a teener. A teener is a half of an eight ball, which is a fairly good sized amount of cocaine. But for somebody like Hunter Biden, I assumed he's doing cocaine throughout the entire day. So it wouldn't surprise me if it was a larger amount. But two grams, that's definitely the uh, possession of somebody who is going to be using it throughout the day. They're worried about maybe they're not going to get home in time. Maybe they're going to start to come down. Uh, maybe they're not going to be able to get to their stash in time. So they've got to bring it with them. So over the summer, they found this baggie of cocaine in a very particular place, a set of lockers. And the Secret Service concluded their investigation into the origins of that cocaine uh, with absolutely no findings. 
Uh, this is a lot like when you see various agencies within the federal government investigate themselves. You know, uh, they discover, well, there's been some mismanagement. Uh, there is some misappropriation of funds or materials, maybe supplies. And so they look into their own selves, they, their own department. And then at the end of the day, they come up empty handed. Well, you know, we looked as hard as we could and we couldn't seem to find where this could possibly have originated from. Are you telling me there was no DNA on the baggie? You telling me there's no fingerprints on the baggie? Because that's how you hold on to a baggie of cocaine is with your hands. I guarantee you there was evidence on that baggie that could have possibly led to the actual origins of it. But one thing that did hamper the investigation is that it was found in a sort of blind spot for surveillance cameras. Now, if you are a person who is finding yourself needing to do cocaine a lot, especially in a place like the White House, you're probably going to have a good bead on exactly where the cameras are and exactly where they're pointing. But you know who'd have the best bead? Well, that would be Hunter Robin or Hunt, yeah, Hunter Robert Biden. He would be the one who would know because he probably went into the security area at some point and just casually took a look around, and said, "Hey, you know, just where is a good place to hide out? If if I've got to adjust my junk or like tuck my shirt in, where should I go, guys? Oh, you can go right in front of those lockers right there. I find it difficult to believe that in in a, in a home in a, in a secure location like the White House, they wouldn't have cameras blanket." every square inch of that place. And I also find it difficult to believe that there would be no fingerprints. There would be no DNA on that baggie of cocaine. And most importantly, it was found in the West Wing. And it was right around the same time that Hunter Biden was actually visiting. Uh, Now, it was actually first reported that it was found in the library because the library is someplace that everybody generally goes when you go to the White House. You know, could have been anybody. How would we know? It's in the library. Well, turns out they lied. It was actually in those lockers that I mentioned. It was found in locker number 50. And we have the photographs which show exactly how it was found. Now, no word on how exactly it was found. Did someone go to open this locker? And they opened it and discover, well, geez, there's a big fat bag of Coke standing right there in front of me. Uh, did the Secret Service do some sort of sweep through this area, through the, the, um, uh, through the West Wing? And did they determine, hey, guess what? We really screwed up. We missed something. But as a result of this find, they did an evacuation of the West Wing. I suppose at the time there's a possibility it, it could have been anthrax or some other sort of biological, and that's a real threat in today's world. But the 11 days passing the finding of this cocaine resulted in absolutely no information. Now, the Secret Service is who they send out if you're like a counterfeiter, okay? So can we agree that the Secret Service has an eye for detail? They certainly know how to do an investigation, and they know how to get their man. So again, I don't believe it is reasonable to assume that the Secret Service found no evidence suggesting who actually left it. But the Daily Mail was actually able to break this particular aspect of the story. Uh, they showed that the director, the deputy director of the FBI was also involved in this investigation. It wasn't just the Secret Service. And what does the FBI like to do? Well, they like to cover 
for the deep state. And the deep state is perfectly personified in the Biden crime family. And they are very close with the Biden crime family. There's been all kinds of things the FBI, especially the FBI field office in Washington, D.C., has done to cover for the crimes of the Bidens. So you can see here, they took a couple of pictures. They put a ruler down so you knew how large it is. Looks like it's a, about it, uh, maybe an inch and a half sized baggie. Locker number 50 would have required a key to get into. That indicates that perhaps only one person would have had access to that locker. Uh, and uh, for some reason, they were just coming up empty-handed. We do have a couple of more pictures which are actually available on the Daily Mail right here. I wanted to show you this what the bank of lockers looks like. If people are coming and going from this area on a regular basis, uh, it would be heavily trafficked. And it seems not very likely that somebody would spend a lot of time over here. So the hiding of the drugs inside that locker indicates to me that this person probably was based in the White House and had access to frequently return to those lockers. And they were able to narrow it down to about 500 possible people. But as I said, there were no security footage from cameras that face that locker area. And of course, uh, we don't really know if they actually interviewed anyone. They haven't released that information to us. Uh, and uh, we do know that the lockers aren't assigned to anyone in particular. Uh, but the guests that come into the White House do get to choose their locker. And then when they choose their locker, they take that key. Uh, so there are people within the West Wing who will frequently use the lockers themselves. Uh, not the president, not anyone who works in the executive office of the president. Uh, and the likeliest culprit, as stated by the Secret Service, is more than likely somebody who came into the White House and uh, just could not handle keeping their drugs at home. I think that's totally unlikely, personally. I think that Hunter Biden is the most likely person. If you had to choose somebody who is hanging out in the White House, they were actually able to do the uh, drug testing on the spot to determine that, yep, definitely, it is uh, cocaine, 100% cocaine. Uh, Oh, and actually, it was a mixture. Looks like it was cut with some stuff. Sodium bicarbonate and caffeine. So that would uh, that would certainly explain Hunter's um, irrational, sweaty nature as he's rushing around trying to make everything look normal. So as Hunter is attempting to make things look normal, as the Secret Service is trying not to give up the ghost on the Biden crime family, James Comer, thank God for him. God bless that man. People not searched upon entering. I don't think people are searched. I mean, I think that they have to go through some sort of uh, metal detector, but I don't think people are getting patted down. Uh, And, you know, I mean, a baggie of cocaine, let's say if it was a woman coming in, she could hide it in her bra. If it was a man, maybe hide it in his waistband. If you're wearing a suit jacket, might have like a hidden pocket or something. I mean, there's any number of ways. I mean, it's fairly small, inch and a half. They could have hidden it anywhere. But I think that most likely it was in Hunter's boot or in a sock or something like that. And when he went to go put his stuff in the locker, he uh, he, he probably just, you know, dropped it or maybe he thought he was going to get back. But then he pulled a, a laptop and he ended up staying in a hotel for a couple of weeks and never made it back. You know, there were models, there were hookers, there was crack cocaine, that kind of stuff. But James Comer, 
It was announced last week that the official first subpoenas for the Biden crime family had been signed and sent out. Well, now James Comer has issued a subpoena to Dana Remus. She is the White House counsel. They're going to be deposing her in relation to the question of Joe Biden's stolen classified documents, which, as we've learned over the course of this past year, Joe Biden's document hiding actually predates Donald Trump's document investigation. Likely, the investigation into Donald Trump was orchestrated by the White House in an effort to throw a smokescreen over Joe Biden's own classified document scandal. So James Comer just yesterday subpoenaed former White House counsel Dana Remus. She's going to be deposed, and this is coming just a few days after the same committee had issued those additional subpoenas to Hunter Biden's business associate, Eric Schwerin. You've heard his name many times. Also, the art gallery owner, George Berger, and Hunter, excuse me, Elizabeth Naftali. And then, of course, the Democrat donor who purchased Hunter Biden's art. Comer said in a statement released yesterday, I'm issuing a subpoena to former White House counsel Dana Remus to appear for a GOP oversight committee deposition related to President Biden's mishandling of classified documents. Joe Biden may have kept sensitive documents related to his family's foreign business schemes. Now, what I find to be particularly critical about Dana Remus being subpoenaed is that she's no longer counsel for the White House. So her experience with the Bidens is based upon her prior interactions and not based upon her current relationship to them. So when it comes to perjuring herself and breaking the law, Perhaps it's more likely that Dana might feel the need to get honest, a sort of come-to-Jesus moment, if you will. So last month, the five White House employees that were involved in the Biden classified document case were revealed by the Oversight Committee. Uh, And we know that these are not just your average, everyday, run-of-the-mill documents. These are documents that Joe Biden was able to read in a skiff. He was legally bound by the law of the land to only view and read those documents while in that sensitive compartmentalized information uh, booth that he was supposed to be in. Uh, And for some reason, somehow those documents came out of that skiff with him, and then he just stored them haphazardly at the Penn Biden Center for Diplomacy and Global Engagement. I wonder what type of diplomacy and who he was engaging with on a global nature. Now, we also know that Joe Biden had a box of classified documents right here, Next to his Corvette in his garage in uh, Delaware on 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 the the beachfront property. This is the same house that Hunter Biden shared an address with. This is the same house that Hunter Biden had massive payments sent from foreign overseas business dealings to. Nine boxes were also taken from Joe Biden's Boston office, and we don't have any idea what the contents of those boxes are because the National Archives is covering for Joe Biden. This is the same National Archives that also worked with Joe Biden to set up Donald Trump on the bogus classified documents case that he is now currently facing. The same classified documents case that Joe Biden made sure Donald Trump would be victim to because he withdrew his executive privilege. 
What a lot of people don't realize is that when you become president and you get a security clearance and you get the privileges that come with running the executive branch of the United States government, many of those privileges continue on with you after you leave office exactly for such a moment as this. The only reason Donald Trump is in any legal jeopardy at all because he did nothing wrong is because Joe Biden schemed with the FBI and the DOJ and the National Archives to ensure that he would be put into that position. So the one thing I can tell you and that I'm certain of is that Joe and the people surrounding him will lie. Now, Kathy Chung, the I believe she is of Chinese descent. She was the former assistant to Joe Biden when he was vice president. Back in April, she also testified before the Oversight Committee specifically about the mishandling of these classified documents. Uh, now, she testified that White House counsel Dana Remus, she's the one who told her to retrieve those boxes of classified documents from the Penn Biden Center, probably back in May of 2022. So I'm interested to see what uh, Dana Remus's remembrance of those events is going to be. Joe knew about the classified document scandal brewing long before the raid at Mar-a-Lago. We can go back to March of 2021, just shortly after Joe Biden came into office. And according to the information that's been released by the Oversight Committee, Joe Biden has lied about the timeline, and it's pretty much par for the course with the Biden family. Go back and look at Joe Biden's public statements throughout his time in public service, and you will find time and time again evidence of him lying, evidence of him obfuscating, evidence of him making things up out of whole cloth. And when it comes to these sorts of things, timelines surrounding allegations of illegal activity, Joe Biden's not going to give you the straight story. And this information about Joe Biden's lies uh, is going to be verified. It's going to be validated. The Oversight Committee has already done so, but getting the testimony of people that were working with Joe Biden, taking orders from him, taking orders from the people that were working for him, well, that is going to be very important. Annie Tomasini assistant to the president and senior advisor to the president and director of Oval Office Operations. She went to the Penn Biden Center to take inventory of Joe Biden's classified documents and materials on March 18th of 2021, just shortly after he stepped into office. Now, Joe lied about this because he didn't admit it. Uh, The Oversight Committee said last month we have discovered new information about the number of White House employees involved in President Biden's mishandling of classified documents. President Biden's attorney stated The discovery of classified documents at the Penn Biden Center occurred in November of 2022, November 2nd. However, our committee has developed evidence showing the timeline of events began in 2021, and it involved at least five White House employees. I hope that those five White House employees are going to be in some sort of legal jeopardy so that they have all of the incentive they need to tell the truth about the timeline, where, when, and how. But Joe Biden and his legal team, by omitting months of communications, omitting specific illegal acts that were undertaken by people working for him, the planning, the coordination, the multiple White House officials it would have taken to pull all of this off, former staff members when he was vice president, people who worked for him at the Penn Biden Center, his personal attorney retrieving boxes containing classified material – It's just so hypocritical when you look at the things that Donald Trump is accused of in the case that is currently facing him at this very moment. You know, 
over the last year or so, I've had a number of conversations with people in real life. <clears throat> Someone specifically who, who was denigrating President Trump about this classified documents case. And I tried to tell them what the truth was. I tried to explain to them <clears throat> that as a former president, even if he's no longer in office, he has something called executive privilege. He has a security clearance which allows for him to still possess these documents. But some people, I guess it was a year ago, were just still brainwashed. I can only hope that now, as more information has come out, people will begin to understand the truth. My mother says, hi, all. Looks like Penny looks like I can donate. Mm. Um, okay, so Penny, uh, I've had issues with Visa recently. <clears throat> so the only thing that I can say is maybe uh, try – on your I mean, if you're on, you, you, yeah, I don't know if you're on your um, dang it. And now I just went to go donate to myself and it won't go away. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know. It, you should be able to. But Visa has been playing games with um, uh, with Rumble recently. So I'm anxious. I'm anxious to see all of the testimony because I want the truth to come out before Joe Biden completely falls apart. And I feel like we have a very limited timeline for that. You know, every single day, it seems like another example of Joe Biden's just slipping off uh, into uh, the arms of father time, right? Like Joe Biden is inching ever closer to the grave every single day. Every time he's tasked with opening his mouth in front of cameras, every time he has to meet with a foreign dignitary, every time he has to walk onto a stage or step over a sandbag, you never know what's going to happen. And, and one of these times, you know, thank God he was wearing a helmet on that bike, right? Because if he hadn't have been, he would have split his skull wide open. One of these times, he's not going to be wearing a helmet. He's going to go down and he might not get up. And I don't think that's fair. I think Joe Biden needs to face the reality of the situation, which means facing legal accountability. And of course, he's got total immunity while he's president. But that doesn't mean that sometime in the future, Joe Biden can't pay the piper. But his wife, Nurse Jill, or Dr. Jill, as she's often referred to, is essentially his handler at this point. She's there to ensure that the message gets across. A reporter at a recent event asked him, have you urged Israel to take any specific precautions on the hospitals in Gaza? This is a hot story right now because the hospitals, of course, are taking care of sick and injured people. Uh, it also happens to be where tunnels have been buried underneath the ground, which are being used by Hamas fighters to stage attacks and also to largely stay protected from the bombing and the shelling, which is coming in from the Israelis. <clears throat> so Jill Biden jumped in. She didn't even allow Joe to answer the question. The hospital in Gaza, she shouted at Biden as she pointed him to the reporter. And Biden struggled to form a sentence. He said, it is my hope and expectation that there will be less intrusive action relative to the hospital. He had a difficult time getting it out. It would almost be sad if it wasn't coming from the hospital in Gaza. Have you expressed any specific concerns to Israel on that, sir? Well, uh, you know, I uh, have not been reluctant in expressing my concerns that's going on. Um, and it's my hope and expectation that uh, there will be uh, 
less intrusive action relative to the hospital. Um, we're in contact and we're with, uh, with the Israelis. Also, there's an effort to uh, uh, take this pause to deal with the release of prisoners. And that's being negotiated as well with the Qataris that are engaged. And uh, so I remain somewhat hopeful that the hospital must be protected. Uh, thank you very much to Nurse Penny for donating on Ko-Fi. I assume that you used the same card you wanted to use over on Rumble. And uh, if it's a visa, then that would certainly explain. Uh, and Joe Biden's actions really are not the man of sound mind and body. Recently, he called Kamala Harris President Harris. This is not the first time he's done it. It's just another indication of how his mind is starting to slip. <clears throat> Speaking of politicians whose minds are slipping, I would count Nancy Pelosi among those. And recently, the story of David DePape, the would-be Nancy Pelosi assailant in San Francisco, and perhaps one-time male prostitute to Paul Pelosi, uh, has been on trial, and it has required the attention of both Nancy and Paul Pelosi. Interestingly enough, Paul Pelosi actually testified on the stand, uh, and of course he was testifying against his attacker. Uh, he testified yesterday uh, against David DePape, uh, because David DePape is, of course, accused of barging into the Pelosi home in October of last year. Uh, his alleged plans were to kidnap Nancy Pelosi and to use her to unravel what he believed was a massive network of government conspiracy. Now, uh, as we have learned, when we looked into the history of David DePape, uh, he was not your average conspiracy theorist, right? He was an avowed leftist. Uh, he was a gay swinger. Uh, he was likely a male prostitute. There were all sorts of odd things about David DePape. The one thing that I can say with certainty is that David DePape appeared to be mentally ill. And I believe that that truly is the root cause. It's not that David DePape was interested in getting to the bottom of a government conspiracy. David DePape was a patsy, in my opinion. And I was especially convinced of that when he made that call from the jail to a local news station and read out what appeared to be a prepared statement suggesting that, uh, you know, he, he hit all of these just markers of, you know, right wing extremist conspiracy theorist. But DePape allegedly came to the house looking for Nancy when he didn't find her. He brought Paul downstairs and they say he just began beating him with the hammer, but that's not exactly how it went. I mean, they spent some time together inside the house. Paul Pelosi called 911, as I showed you a couple weeks ago, and uh, it wasn't until the police arrived that David DePape hit Paul Pelosi on the head with a hammer. And it was a really odd situation because the Capitol Police weren't there. Uh, the San Francisco police appeared to basically have no sense of urgency related to this. I mean, anybody in law enforcement hears that call coming from David or from Paul Pelosi talking about how there's a man I don't know. He's in my house. He says he's friends with my wife. I've never seen him before. He's telling me to get off the phone. Anybody worth their salt would have shown up expecting to find exactly what they found. But I don't know that anybody was really ready for exactly what DePape had in mind. But uh, the testimony of Paul Pelosi, 
says that that the door opened and a very large man came in with a hammer in one hand and some zip ties in the other. And he said, where's Nancy? I think that woke me up. Uh, He said, I'm asleep. And he burst in the door. That woke me up. Now, of course, this is also the Pelosi home. So you'd expect it to have some really top-notch security features, cameras, motion detectors, security sensors and alarms. And again, the Capitol Police has a dedicated force that guards Nancy Pelosi's home like private security. But where the hell were they? So David DePape didn't make a sound, not a peep when he broke into the home. Uh, and it was uh, that 911 call, which first alerted anybody that anything was actually wrong. So DePape found Paul at the moment that he was calling 911. He smacked the phone out of his hand, allegedly, before ranting about Nancy and her connections to the government. I mean, Nancy Pelosi, I mean, that just seems like an easy one. Of course, Nancy Pelosi has connections to the government. Started talking about conspiracies. And DePape then took Paul downstairs, and he said he would tie him up and then wait for Nancy. Andre says, uh, hey, Zach, I hope you're doing well. That Pelosi crap is super fishy. I don't believe it. I don't believe a word of it. I don't believe any of it. Nothing, nothing at all, especially because they said that Paul Pelosi called 911 and David DePape knocked the phone out of his hand. I mean, he had a phone call with 911. It was a lot more than that. And he hung up. He told them he was hanging up. So anyways, uh, Pelosi said to the jury, it was a tremendous sense of shock to recognize that somebody had broken into the house. And looking at him and looking at the hammer and the ties, I realized I was in serious danger, so I tried to stay as calm as possible. That's probably why he poured him a bourbon. So then officers showed up uh, shortly after they came downstairs. Uh, That prompted Paul to reach for the hammer, and then, of course, we saw DePape striking him over the head with it. The police officers on their body cams, that they saw it happening, and then they showed uh, them rushing into the house and grabbing David DePape. Now, it gets weirder because allegedly David DePape had a unicorn costume in that bag, in that backpack that he had on his bag. And uh, David DePape has actually addressed the court. He apologized for striking Paul Pelosi. Uh, and it's his contention, at least publicly, that he wanted to interrogate Nancy Pelosi while wearing a unicorn costume, and he was prepared to break her kneecaps. Uh, this is an attempted murder trial, mind you. He is on trial for the attempted murder of Paul Pelosi. Uh, he went on the stand earlier today. When he did, he, he wept for the court. He apologized for beating Pelosi. Uh, and, uh, and he made the statement about wanting to interrogate Nancy. There is no one in their right mind who shows up in the middle of the night to a politician's home with a unicorn costume getting ready to interrogate them over uh, alleged conspiracies. Although conspiracies exist, I don't know what he intended to glean or if he was under his own volition. So this is where we learn a little bit more about DePape. He wasn't even an American. He's a Canadian. He's a nudist. And he'd been living in the uh, San Francisco area uh, for quite some time. Uh, the defense attorney for DePape uh, said that uh, really at the end of the day, you know, Paul Pelosi might have had a little bit of an injury, but it shouldn't be that big. Uh, but he was depressed at the time of the attack because his plan was ruined when he recognized that Nancy Pelosi wasn't there. Uh, allegedly, now – There is evidence to suggest that David DePape was a leftist, that he was not a Trump supporter, but they claim he wanted to interrogate Nancy Pelosi about Russiagate. 
if somebody wanted to interrogate anybody about Russiagate, it would be Hillary Clinton. That tells you that David DePape really doesn't know what he's talking about. But it was because of these conspiracy theories, even though Russiagate's not a conspiracy theory. Well, actually, Russiagate is a conspiracy theory, but it was a conspiracy theory made up by Hillary Clinton and the people on her campaign. Uh, Russiagate, the PSYOP, committed against Donald Trump and the American people, that's absolutely 100% real. And here is that memory right there, David DePape. I don't know why Paul Pelosi didn't just run out of the house. Oh, good God. That was ugh, that would not be fun. Not be fun. Uh, so he recalled telling Mr. Pelosi, I don't want to hurt you, but I don't want you to get in the way either. And uh, David DePape said because he called the cops, he was the only one who could basically uncall them. I was hoping he would take back that would uh, end this in a way that wouldn't result in violence. He was a very amiable gentleman. I just gave him a squeeze on the shoulder to be reassuring. DePape also said that after he struck Pelosi, he felt really bad for him. When he was on the ground bleeding, I was really scared for his life. I felt really bad for him because we had a good rapport until like the last second. Oh my God, this dude's crazy. <laughs> I reacted because my plan was basically ruined. He was never the target. I'm sorry he got hurt. <laughs> he told the court, I wanted to ask her a question about Russiagate and film it and post it online. You wanted to go viral on TikTok, basically. I was planning to wear the unicorn costume and record it with the body camera I got. I kind of expected her to go along with me and tell me what I wanted to hear, but the grand plan was to expose everything at the end about Hunter Biden. Oh, my God. None of this is true. David DePape is not the person that he's representing himself to be. All they're trying to do is make it appear as if unhinged Trump supporters and believers of online misinformation are the ones that you have to be worried about. This feeds into the FBI's narrative of right-wing extremists being the most dangerous thing that we face in America today. Oh, good Lord. So... I asked him if Nancy Pelosi was there, and she said she's not. I asked where she was. He said, well, she's away for the weekend. At this point, I'm still hoping to go forward with this portion of the plan. He was sitting on the bed, intimidated. I was like, why don't I restrain you and sleep? He got into the elevator, and he was turning towards the phone. I inserted myself into the elevator. They have an elevator? Is it even? It's it's like a two-story home, and they have an elevator? Good Lord. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. All right. Well, that's – oh, okay. So they even bring in 9-11 being an inside job. Earlier in the day, DePape had spoken of how playing video games and watching YouTube videos had sparked his interest in politics. This is going back to like 2015 with the the um, the radicalization of youth online through YouTube and video games. He said the Gamergate fiasco introduced him to the culture war. You guys may or may not know about Gamergate. It was a long time ago, but it was all about uh, uh, people on the right clashing with feminists and uh, this idea that video gaming culture and uh, like nerd culture basically was was uh, 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 I don't know poisonous to women or something like that. He also spoke about how he was the of the opinion that 9/11 was an inside job, and he believed former President Donald Trump was another puppet like George Bush. Then he broke down into tears and he had to be consoled by his attorney. He also said, I effing love. 
Millions of people every day are reaping the health benefits of using cannabis oil, also known as CBD. This new product derived from hemp has fascinated doctors and scientists around the world for its powerful effects on the human body. If you are in need of alternative methods for health empowerment, please visit www.naturalhempoil.com. That's www.naturalhempoil.com. CBD is now legal in over 40 states, and our products are non-psychoactive and contain less than 0.3% THC levels. We also offer products for household pets. NaturalHempOil.com does not claim to treat cancer, PTSD, epilepsy, anxiety, insomnia, joint pain, eczema, or any chronic condition that you may have been diagnosed with. Please consult with a doctor before you take CBD. Results may vary, so give our natural CBD a try at www.NaturalHempOil.com. That's www.NaturalHempOil.com. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. That's why tens of thousands are using this amazing little device from SavePowerBills.com. It's a small but smart gadget that stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your electronics. Just plug it into your home's wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Order now to get 65% off plus many free bonuses before they sell out by going to SavePowerBills.com. That's SavePowerBills.com. Order now. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. That's why tens of thousands are using this amazing little device from SavePowerBills.com. It's a small but smart gadget that stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your electronics. Just plug it into your home's wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Order now to get 65% off plus many free bonuses before they sell out by going to SavePowerBills.com. That's SavePowerBills.com. Order now. Violent crime across the U.S. has skyrocketed. Between mass shootings, homicides, kidnappings, burglaries, and carjacking, it's never been more vital to learn how to protect yourself. This is why tens of thousands are choosing the Fighter Flare flashlight. The Fighter Flare flashlight includes an ultra-bright 800-lumen light, powerful strobe lighting modes for self-defense, a glass-breaking hammer, a built-in power bank, solar-powered recharging, rope and wire cutter, siren, high and low LED lighting modes, and much more. Simply place your order now to get 66% off along with many other free bonuses before they sell out by going to www.fighterflare.com. Order now at www.fighterflare.com. Fighterflare.com. A human catastrophe is closing in. Nobody knows how far this one is going to go. You can feel the heat as tension is rising globally. War is expensive. Open a Noble Gold Investments IRA today, and you can claim a free 3-ounce silver American virtue coin. Just use the promo code GOLD. Go to NobleGoldInvestments.com now. Best performance may not be indicative of future results. Investing in precious metals, including gold, involves risks. Consult with your tax attorney or financial professional before making an investment decision. Of Hunter Biden. <laughs> He's like so blatantly corrupt. He doesn't even try to hide his nepotism. <laughs> oh my god. Oh man, maybe he's cooler than I thought. It's <laughs> so funny. Mm. That is so funny. <laughs> I mean, you got to give him some credit, I suppose. He just doesn't even care. Oh my god. Oh, so I have no idea what's going to happen to David DePape. If I had to guess, I'd say he's going to be going to prison for a very long time. Oh, oh, Z Patriot, you're here. Yeah, he's not wrong, suicide. He ain't wrong, that's for sure. What's up, Z Patriot? Hey, TZ Burton, good to see you, buddy. Oh, oh, God. Okay, so here's another setup job. 
that you may or may not have heard about. There was a terrible situation in Austin where a crazed gunman held a couple of people hostage. He killed a couple of officers. And this gunman uh, was actually shot dead by a SWAT officer. And the hostage situation uh, turned out to be as as terrible as it possibly could be. The one thing that you may not be surprised to learn is that this young man, this crazed gunman, uh, was on the terror watch list, and he was known to the FBI. Now, they haven't named this shooter. We don't know what his name is yet, but we have learned that the FBI has investigated members of his family before the shootout, which occurred on Saturday, which ended up tragically ending in the death of a SWAT member, Jorge Pastore. Law enforcement sources have uh, labeled him as a hero. Apparently, he had a bright future ahead of him. Cops ended up responding to the killer's residence around 3 in the morning on Saturday. There was a frantic woman calling for help. She dialed 911. She had been stabbed, and there were two other people who were still trapped in the home. So the Austin police had previously identified this gunman, this male, uh, and uh, they found that uh, there were was a dead person in the home along with uh, these other two victims. Now, three others who died in the hostage situation have been identified as Imam Ahmed Elnemer Nasser, a mother, Ahmed Mohammed Nasser, 35, her son, and Riyadh Mohammed Nasser, 32, her other son. These were members of the Austin Islamic community. So I'll give you one guess as to the political and religious leanings of the crazed gunman. Again, being on the terror watch list, being previously known to the FBI. So after the 911 call, the police arrive, SWAT members arrive, Pastore and another SWAT member made entry. They were met with heavy gunfire and the 38-year-old Pastore was killed and a second officer was wounded. Police fired back. They killed the gunman and the bodies of the other two victims and the suspect were then found inside. Uh, This is a tragic tale, but it goes to show you once again the dangers of allowing unrestrained Islamic migration into the United States when you do nothing to ensure that the people you're allowing into the country are not going to engage in this sort of behavior or not ensuring that they're going to integrate into society. And hang on. Um, I think, well, you know, uh, let me, let me jump ahead here because, uh, this ties right in with the situation that we have in regards to the border. Uh, Alejandro Mayorkas has single-handedly presided over the greatest weakening of the American homeland, certainly in my lifetime. We're talking millions of illegals who have come through on his watch, many of whom are also on the terror watch list, and many of whom are probably gearing up to be activated in some sort of a terrorist attack in the future. Now, of course, this wouldn't happen if... Alejandro Mayorkas and the people working for him or the people above him didn't want it to happen. It's a tragic story. This is exactly the way that they want this to go down. They want you to feel insecure. They want to take your guns. And then once they've got your guns, they want to activate those terror squads and allow people to get murdered and die. Now, I was really surprised. I was really surprised because I thought if they were going to impeach anyone, Alejandro Mayorkas would be the guy to begin with, because of his dramatic failure at heading up DHS. But when it was attempted this week, eight Republicans joined with the Democrats to put the impeachment on the shelf. They didn't go through with it. 
And it seems like Alejandro Mayorkas is not going to be held accountable. And perhaps he will never be held accountable. But I can tell you that as he continues to lord over his little fiefdom at the DHS, the United States continues to allow these unrestrained illegal migrations coming over the border, and they want to bring more people over here. Now, for some reason, this article isn't working. And uh, I, yeah, uh, for some reason, I'm having a whole bunch of pro- problems with my computer. I don't know what the deal is. Am I still connected to the internet? Yeah. got a nice clip going. All right. Well, while I'm waiting for the article to pop up, um, because we had uh, some commentary from uh, some members of Congress. Yes. A force a reload. Let's see. All right. Thank you to Porpoiseful for dropping that cookie over there on the foxhole. Thank you to Filter Dog One dropping a pair of shades. Thank you to Filter Dog One who said Bongino mentioned it was delivered for a Biden, not Hunter Biden. Hmm. Well, that's interesting. Uh, could have been one of Hunter's children. Uh, could have been Joe. Could have been Jill. If anybody's going to know, it would be Dan because he's got the direct connections to the Secret Service. Uh, Red Pill Ken says, anyone who falls asleep with a glass dick in their mouth is going to high coke in the White House. Geo track his phone. <laughs> Oh, my God. That's good, dude. <laughs> C. Blanche. Thank you very much for the can. 07. Uh, let's see. Red Pill Can. RP78 is worth it. I appreciate you, brother, man. My my brother from another mother. Red Pill Can and I, we've actually met in person. He's a great dude. Uh, Casey, thank you for the shades. Filter Dog One says, uh, discuss this with Lib Friend last night. He denies the unicorn costumes. Are you saying that David DePape denies the unicorn costume or your liberal friend denies that there was a unicorn costume involved because David DePape actually testified to the unicorn costume? I, I wouldn't have believed it unless I didn't hear him say it out loud. Filter Dog One, uh, thank you again. Nikaz808, thank you for the shades. Okay. So, what the heck, man? What the heck? Nothing is working. Nothing is working. All right. So, uh, we're just going to put that uh, that segment on hold and I'll come back to it. But I want to talk about really in a larger sense just what the hell is happening in Congress. OK, if we can't impeach Alejandro Mayorkas, uh, you know, how do we expect to get anything done? If anybody deserves it, it's him. Now, we've had a couple of stories come out of the last 24 hours, which really show me that people's minds are not in the uh, correct spot. Um here, in this instance, we had a, a, a fight almost take place. Oklahoma Republican Senator Mark Wayne Mullen uh, read a tweet from a labor leader who happened to be testifying before a Senate committee earlier this afternoon. Now, the tweet apparently insulted the senator, and it actually challenged him to a fight. Uh, now, the thing is, apparently, you're going to F around and find out when it comes to Senator Mullen. Because he didn't back down uh, during the committee hearing. He read the Teamster boss's tweet. The man was named Sean O'Brien. Uh, in this tweet, he said he would take Mullen anytime, any place. So Mullen stood up and he began taking the ring off his finger. And before the uh, senator from Vermont, Bernie Sanders, uh, had called to order and told him to sit down. He was not playing around. He said, quit the tough guy act in the Senate hearings. You know where to find me <laughs> anytime, any place, cowboy. And Mullen then directed the, the tweet at him. He said, sir, 
This is the time. This is the place. You want to run your mouth? We can be two consenting adults. We can finish it here. And then O'Brien replied, okay, that's fine. Perfect. Mullen then said, you want to do it right now? I'd love to do it right now. Well, stand your butt up then. (laughs) Okay, so let's watch the video. I couldn't even believe this happened. This is like crazy stuff. Made. Sir, I wish you was in the truck with me when I was building my plumb. Okay, hold on. I got to turn this up. Okay, let's do a five. Let's see how that works. Myself and my wife was running the office because I sure remember working pretty hard and long hours. Pretends like he's self-made. What a clown. Fraud. Always has been. Always will be. Quit the tough guy act in these Senate hearings. You know where to find me. Any place, any time, cowboy. Sir, this is a time, this is a place. You want to run your mouth? We can be two consenting adults. We can finish it here. Okay, that's fine. Perfect. You want to do it now? I'd love to do it right now. Well, stand your butt up then. You stand your butt up. Oh, hold on. Oh, hold, stop it. Is that your solution? Every poll. No, no, sit down. Sit down. You know, you're a United States senator. Sit down. Okay. okay. Sit down, please. All right. Can I respond? Hold it. Hold it. If we can, no, I have the mic. I'm sorry. This is what he said. You'll have your time. Okay. Can I respond? No, you can't. (laughs) This is a hearing. Wild stuff. Absolutely wild stuff. And then to build on that. Tim Burchette comes forward and he says that McCarthy sucker punched him in the kidneys, probably because he didn't support him in the recent effort to vacate the chair. Kevin McCarthy lost his job. He's not happy about it. But again, you F around, you find out. He did not adhere to the rules that he agreed to. And as a result, he lost his job. Boo hoo. Do better, Mr. Congressman. So Tim Burchett on, on earlier today claimed that Kevin McCarthy had shoved him and sucker punched him. Uh, and of course, Tim Burchett definitely called Kevin McCarthy out. Uh, McCarthy denies this ever happened. I don't know why Tim Burchett would lie about this. Uh, CNN, uh, asked Tim Burchett, explain to us what happened with you and Kevin McCarthy. And he said, well, I was doing an interview with Claudia from NPR. And I got elbowed in the back and it kind of caught me off guard because it was a clean shot to the kidneys. I turned back and there was Kevin and I chased after him, of course. He's a bully with a $17 million security detail. Now, he pressed for more details. Let's go ahead and hear what Tim had to say. What happened with you and Kevin McCarthy? Well, I was doing an interview um, with um, Claudia from NPR. Uh, a lovely lady, and when she was asking me a question, and and at that time I uh, got elbowed in the back, and it kind of caught me off guard because it was a clean shot to the kidneys, and I turned back, and there was there was Kevin, and um, and I, I for a minute I was kind of what the heck just happened, and then I um, you know I, I chased after him. Of course, he's a as I've stated many times, he's a he's a bully with seventeen million dollars in a security detail. You know, he's the type of guy that. When you're a kid, would throw a rock over the fence and run home and hide behind its mama's skirt. And he just, <laughs> you know, about right. he, he uh, from behind that kind of stuff. It, 
you know, that's not the way we handle things in East Tennessee. We, we If we have a problem with somebody, I'm going to look them in the eye and, and talk to them. Okay, so he walked down the hallway, hit you in his el- with his elbow. Yeah, you, and you, then, can, you can go on Claudia's Twitter account. It, it, it pretty much, um, or X account, it, right. it, it's, it's very accurate. But, okay, so then just explain. So you chased him? What, what do you mean you chased well, him? I just ran after him. I was like, what the heck? You know, why'd you do that? You know, because it was... Uh, like I said, if you've ever been hit in the kidneys, it's a little little different. You don't have to hit very hard to cause a little bit of pain, a lot of pain. And and so I, and he just, of course, um, as he always did, does he just uh, denies it or uh, blames somebody else or something, you know? And it was just a little heated, but I just backed off because there wasn't any. I saw no reason. I wasn't gaining anything from it. And then, Tim, Tim Burchett is such a gentleman. I, I love that guy. He's he's a great guy. Uh, now, it doesn't surprise me that Kevin McCarthy would do that. I feel like he is not a good guy. I was not a fan of Kevin McCarthy. I said we need to let him uh, prove to us that he is not the man we can trust, and he did that. And as far as I'm concerned, his career is over. Uh, Z Patriot, I saw you said something about the Italian intelligence fiasco. Are you talking about Maria Zack? And her testimony, I saw that was going around the last couple of days. I haven't felt the need to talk about it because I interviewed Maria a couple of years ago and then nothing ever materialized. So I kind of just let it go. But if you want to send me an email, I would definitely, definitely like to see it. Now, this should be no surprise to anybody. Uh, Mike Johnson has just endorsed Donald Trump for president, as he should. Uh, But he's also recently said that the evidence is not there yet to impeach Joe Biden. I don't know what else he's waiting for. Maybe he's waiting for this additional testimony that's about to be given by the Biden family members, by the former uh, uh, employees of Joe Biden. That would make sense. I don't think I'm ready to throw the towel in on Tim Johnson yet. Or excuse me, Mike Johnson. And so uh, I just uh, I'm taking this cautiously day by day. I think what's really going to matter is when uh, we see what happens with the continuing resolution. Are they going to let the government close? I think they ought to. I don't think there's any reason to keep it open. It's just a waste of money. A giant sucking sound coming out of Washington, D.C. Um All right. You know what, guys? The thing about the Israel-Hamas thing is that it's a giant waste of time. Uh, It's tragic that there's war happening in another part of the world. Um, But can you find a time in your life where war atrocities were not taking place? We got a lot of problems here at home. And I think that the efforts to divide us based upon these two foreign nations, which are not us, Uh, It's not even our neck of the woods. That's done intentionally so that we take our eyes off of what's happening here at home. Personally, I am America first. I think that we need to focus on what's happening here in America so that we can fix the problems that we have in front of us. Uh, Every single day, our dollar spends less, purchases less, uh, brings us less security. Uh, On the global stage, we are becoming weaker by the day, and that's because of the illegitimate government that sits in Washington, D.C. right now. I hate to see people going at each other because you don't believe the same thing as somebody else. Uh, But I think that uh, we can come together and agree that we got to fix our country because without our country, you know, forget about anybody else. 
We're not going to be able to focus on anybody else's BS if we can't fix our own BS. And right now, America is woefully mismanaged. And I do not put all of this at the feet of the Democrats. We're talking about the uniparty apparatus. The deep state knows no political boundaries. They're on the right and the left. Not truly ideologically, they just use that as cover. And the same thing is done with religion. People cloak themselves in this God or that God, this belief or that belief, so that they can get you to follow them or you to take their side or or agree with them that if you don't agree with them, you must be an anti-Semite or you must be an Islamophobe. But we've got problems here at home right now. And so that's what I think we really need to be focusing on. Um, and uh, considering the problem of our border, which, again, I'm so surprised that Alejandro Mayorkas could not be held accountable. Uh, we've had more people on the terror watch list intercepted at the border in the last <laughs> – in October, in October, than in three years under Donald Trump. It's one freaking month. Okay, and if they have encountered that many people who are on the terror watch list, then just imagine how many others made it through and are just simply waiting to take their marching orders in the future. We've had 13 people encountered on the terror watch list at both the northern and the southern borders in October. Encounters of illegal immigrants on the terror watch list between 2018 and 2020 totaled 12 people. So this is a very serious problem, and when people have you focused on other areas of the world, you're not looking at who the real problem is. The problem is the ineffectual political elite sitting in Washington, D.C., and oftentimes in your state capitals. This is why I suggest that everybody get involved in the political process. We need good people to run for office. I know that it's not easy. Uh, But unfortunately, there isn't much in life that is. So as that happens, we have this March for Israel that's coming up in Washington, D.C. And should it be any any wonder why the DHS is raising the uh, security status? Uh, They're saying it's going to be dangerous. Well, I, I tend to agree with them. Significant events with national and or international importance that require extensive federal interagency support. That's level one. Uh, And that's what's going to be happening in Washington, D.C. So I wouldn't be going to Washington, D.C. I would not be engaging in uh, any sort of actions like this right now. And you take a look at other parts of the world, uh, Western Europe. Okay, they already experienced what they're pushing on us right now. Victor Orban is often attacked for his views on uh, strict immigration laws. I think that Victor Orban is a very intelligent man. Uh, I would absolutely love to visit Hungary. I would not feel uh, in, in the least bit in danger over there. <clears throat> but <clears throat> he made a statement uh, that. They don't want to turn Budapest into a mini Gaza and that immigration and terrorism go hand in hand. He's absolutely correct. We have seen it face value. We've seen it with our own eyes, both here in the United States and over there in Western Europe. And so they hate Viktor Orban. The globalists hate Viktor Orban. 
in the same way that they hated Donald Trump because Donald Trump brought a certain strength to the U.S. government. He focused on our borders. He focused on American nationalism, ensuring that the United States was in a good position, both home and abroad, so that we could take care of our obligations outside of the United States. And without the borders, without law and order and the implementation of that law, then you can just forget about it. So we need to make sure that our leaders are held accountable. We need to make sure that our laws are being enforced adequately and not arbitrarily. I was really shocked to see the types of uh, of, (laughs) the things that are happening. You know, I mean, you've got different places throughout the country. They're either flying Israeli flags or they're flying Palestinian flags, and they've taken down the U.S. flag. That should never be allowed. You know, I mean, somebody at their home, they want to fly a flag of another nation. Sure, go ahead. But on a public building, uh, on like a U.S. government facility, no, no, you should always have the U.S. flag over and above any other flag. It's just as offensive to me as flying the pride flag or the trans flag, whatever it might be, or the Black Lives Matter flag. My God, can you imagine? I mean, they're pushing the envelope. At some point, somebody's going to fly an ISIS flag or an Al Qaeda flag or whatever it might be, and it's going to be totally normal. People are going to think, okay, yeah, no big deal anymore. We do this all the time. Esther G says, uh, Zach is still my numero uno. Uno, life happens. Oh, I'm glad to know that you're here, and thank you very much. I appreciate that. <clears throat> yeah, there are uh, there are good people and bad people. And sometimes they identify as one religion or another. This is where strict immigration laws come into play. We simply cannot allow unrestricted illegal immigration coming from every part of the world where people don't have to learn English or don't have to become acclimated to the society. That's where the problem lies, because then you end up with a Minnesota Situation where you just have, you know, an entire area taken over by refugees and uh, they determine that they don't like America and they want to change it. They want to implement Sharia law or they want to implement some other law that's from a religion uh, when the only law should be the United States of America, the law of the land here. So I mentioned earlier about the story of uh, the tunnels under the hospitals in Gaza. And, uh, you know, this has been a big talking point in the mainstream media that uh, Israel is just bombing a hospital and that there's no reason for it. But apparently they've released video and uh, and stills from inside those tunnels. And, uh, you know, it, it, it really irks me on this subject because people want to choose a good guy and a bad guy, but there's no good guys and there's no bad guys in a war. There's just people killing each other. We simply cannot allow that to continue to happen. People need to get their heads out of their asses and agree that we're going to stop killing each other. And until that happens, and I don't think it's very likely, people are going to continue to die. The only thing we can control is whether or not we go and kill people, too. And I really hope that uh, that we keep that to a bare minimum. <clears throat> and there's plenty of money out there. There's plenty of humanitarian aid that's already been appropriated, that's already on its way. And I just hope that too much of it doesn't get siphoned off and end up in some politician's bank account, uh, doesn't end up in uh, George Soros's Open Society Foundation. And as that happens, as our attention is turned elsewhere, here at home, uh, 
We have draconian practices that are begin, being implemented in New York. Kathy Hochul, the, the governor of New York, she's announced brand new surveillance efforts. They're going to be monitoring for hate speech on social media. My question is, you know, hate speech against whom? Hate speech against what? Because there are these very distinct camps in America. You got people who are saying all kinds of things about Israel, all kinds of things about Jews. Got people that are saying all kinds of things about Islam, all kinds of things about Muslims. People that are saying all kinds of things about Christians, all kinds of things about Jesus. Okay, so so what hate speech is going to be monitored? What speech is going to be denied? Does anybody here believe that they won't allow as much hate to be put upon people of uh, European descent or people of Christian backgrounds as uh, as they can possibly muster? Uh, that's going to be totally fine. But, you know, God forbid you say anything about anybody else because then you're a bigot. Then you're an anti-Semite. Then you're an Islamophobe. Uh, you can't criticize somebody else for other things. You have no idea, you lawless bigot. Uh, and so this is going to be an additional $2.5 million effort that Governor Kathy Hochul is going to be involved in. Uh, considering that it's on the internet, does that mean she's going to be monitoring the speech of people in other states or they're just going to take a closer look at your speech if you live in New York? This is an affront to the First Amendment. Uh, in my mind, there truly is no such thing as hate speech. There's ugly speech. There's speech that you might not like. But we have free speech in America. As long as you don't run into a crowded building and yell fire, then it's freedom of speech and you have the right to speak it, no matter how offensive it might be, no matter how much somebody else might disagree with it. It's free speech and it's free for a reason. As soon as we start enforcing limits on speech, it's no longer free. And believe me, that's already happening here in America. But the Hochul administration uh, currently has uh, many tens of millions of dollars that they're already putting into this. Uh, they have gotten uh, tens of millions of dollars in grants uh Specifically, so they can monitor people's speech, uh, so that they can make sure that, uh, you know, bad things don't happen. But if it's the FBI that's watching out for these bad things, you better believe that uh, there's probably going to be some terrorists that get in there. There's just no way around it. Yes, this is so true. Rebel Nader says they got us believing it's about religion when it's about good and evil. Amen. A hundred percent. And this is why I said earlier, there are good people and there are bad people. There is evil and there is virtue and it knows no boundaries, no religious affiliation necessary. They just use the religions to make it difficult for you to criticize someone because they're different from you. Uh, because they can say, oh, it's, you know, it's part of my religion. I can do it. I can do it because it's part of my religion. Well, is it against the law? You know, uh, is it something that uh, would not be socially acceptable if we polled the general population about it? Coyote Patriot says, uh, speaking the truth is not hate speech. They just want to ref restrict free speech. That's exactly it. They want to restrict your speech in the same way they want to restrict your ability to move freely, in the same way they want to restrict your right to privacy, in the same way they want to restrict your right to protect yourself and your family. Ultimately, to somebody like Kathy Hochul, the Constitution is just an impediment to the government 
uh, having their uh, their whole fist up your rear end. <clears throat> so as uh, things are falling apart in many other parts of the world, uh, right now there's been a bit of turmoil taking place in Spain. Uh, for many years, uh, Catalonian separatists have been attempting to uh, – take their portion of Spain, separate from the Spanish government. Uh, and there's a lot of reasons for that. But uh, right now, it's a bit of a socialist revolution that's taking place. And uh, Tucker Carlson is visiting there uh, to do a report on it. I'm interested to see what's going on. And in no way did I mean earlier in the conversation about uh, uh, the conflict between Hamas and Israel mean to suggest that we shouldn't, you know, be investigating and learning about these things, um, what I caution against is uh, being allowed to have a wedge driven between you and other Americans and to make your existence based upon the actions of some other people in some other part of the world. You simply can't allow that to happen. We need to know what's going on in the world, but it shouldn't be the driving force behind the decisions we make. The driving force behind the decisions we make should be the betterment of the citizens of the United States, should be ensuring accountability, should be ensuring liberty, should be ensuring freedom, should be ensuring access to the American dream. Because the more unrestricted illegal immigration is allowed into the United States, the farther and farther away the American dream runs away from people who have yet to achieve it. Yes. Did I see Tucker's shit-eating grin at the UFC event? Yeah, that was pretty great. It was pretty great to see Tucker and uh, President Trump coming on in. Um, all right. So I, I'm interested to see uh, Tucker's report on what's happening over there uh, in Spain. Uh, because uh, Spain has had, uh, like many areas of the nation or of the world, rather, uh, they've had a complicated history with fascism and socialism. And, uh, you know, it, it, in the same way it happens here in the United States, I think that the political pendulum swings both ways. And, uh, you know, unfortunately, uh, it'll, it's allowed to swing too far in one direction and then it just swings too far in the other direction. And <clears throat> it's a very difficult balance to maintain, especially when you're talking about a big nation like the United States. Uh, but uh, we do what we can. We absolutely do what we can. All right. Um, it's kind of a slow news day, if I can, uh, if I can be honest. There was a couple of other stories and to do, do – um, Okay, so, oh gosh, I definitely wanted to talk about this because this just really upsets me. So, uh, oftentimes, environmentalists, like the rabid, radical, uh, revolutionary environmentalists, the people who are trying to push the Green New Deal on us, you know, their narrative is all about saving the earth, right? It's all about preserving nature, saving the earth, but it's really, at the end of the day, it's about making you pay more money so that they can get more of your money, so that they can make you poorer, so that your life, the quality of it, will be less, and uh, at the end of the day, they will be enriched. So there's this heinous thing going on right now. Um, in New Jersey, you may have heard uh, in recent months, the last year or so, they're talking about uh, the uh, the number of whale deaths that are happening. Now, 
uh, whales are essentially at the top of the food chain in the oceans. Uh, and it, all life that exists in the ocean is required for that food chain to exist properly. And when you have massive die-offs of whales, which are already a species which are threatened uh, as a result of you know activity in the oceans, uh, it causes alarm. Uh, but what really causes alarm for me is when the people who are responsible for it refuse to admit the reason behind it. And largely, it's been linked to these offshore wind farms. Now, wind farms are just incredibly stupid at the end of the day because, number one, they only work when it's windy. Number two, the turbines themselves have a very limited lifespan. Number three, when that lifespan is reached and those turbines are disassembled, quite often those giant blades are just buried in the ground, okay? And just because they're buried doesn't mean that they're gone, all right? They're just out of sight, okay? And uh, they're still going to be there. It's just another big chunk of trash. But the green energy companies that have been pushing wind turbines on people here in the United States and uh, across the pond in Europe, they're putting life in the oceans at risk. Apparently, uh, these turbines have been found to send out ultrasonic blasts, loud blasts of noise that pulsate into the water every 10 seconds. And as a result of that, giant mammals such as whales believe that they're being chased by predators. And that constant stress and the belief that they are being pursued by something that's going to eat them results in their death. So residents in New Jersey also, thank God, lawmakers and uh, even some activists are fighting against the expansion of some of these projects. They claim that uh, there are companies that are putting these um, uh, these wind turbines out there and they're blasting the seafloor with sonar. Uh, and it's behind the deaths of these whales and these dolphins over the last year. We've had approximately 16 whale deaths. 72 have been found stranded. You've got 53 that have been beached uh, as dolphins, and that's all from December 2022 until current, all all in New Jersey. Uh, now, the reason that they're using sonar is because they're using that to map the seafloor to determine where it would be suitable to install one of these windmill locations. But that sonar, that sonar, as it's blasted out, is disrupting the movement of these animals, and they don't know where they're going. They, that's why they end up beaching themselves, and then they just die. So the, the deaths uh, are drawing attention, thank God, from um, some pretty powerful people. Jim Brewer is uh, the person who was interviewed for this article, uh, and uh, I, I guess that um, – you know, he, he's been paying attention to it, and he's trying to raise awareness of the problem. Uh, and at the end of the day, it's all about greed. It's all about money. And it's all about the grift, the eco grift that they're trying to use to gain access to your wallet. Jim said, I'm tired of politicians and any humanitarian cause that at the end of the day, their true cause is greed and the love of money and the power of money to take advantage of humanity when they're slaughtering marine life. Sonar from green companies may be responsible for the deaths of these whales. So there's a documentary that's coming out about this. Uh, there's a lot of evidence to suggest that this is exactly what's happening. Uh, and as we move ever closer to these commitments to green energy that our governments have made, uh, we are putting uh, life at risk in a different way. Just because we're not 
polluting the atmosphere or uh, producing a danger to life uh, in one marker doesn't mean that we're just transferring it over into a different marker. So this is the kind of forethought, the, the foresight that is lacking in American politics and in world politics. Perhaps there are people who are thinking of these things, um, you know, people who have vested interest in ensuring that uh, that our nations kill each other, that our people kill each other, uh, that our, uh, our our rivers and streams and oceans are polluted, uh, that we continue to use plastic, uh, you know, all kinds of things. There's a lot of different reasons. But at the end of the day, they want to destroy the boundaries between nations so that they can institute a one world government. And as such, they can subjugate you in a much easier way. And then they can essentially control the entire world. And it won't be necessary now to just steal elections in one nation or another. Everyone will show up uh, on the prescribed election day. You'll place your finger onto a screen and it'll tell you who you're voting for. Uh, that's what they would like. That would be the the ultimate for these people. All right, you guys. Um, let me do the final thank yous over here on the Foxhole. Thank you to... Um, Filter dog one. He says, I didn't know he testified about it in court. Just blue friends lie up. <laughs> okay, good. I'm glad to hear it. Uh, Mighty Patriot. Uh, thank you for the shades. Just duckies. Thank you for the cookie. Uh, Just Duckies also says, much love praying for everybody today. Thank you for that. Margo says, I watch your show on Badlands Media. Checking you out over here. Keep up the good work. Oh, Marge, thank you for joining us. Uh, if this is your first time, I'm live at 5 p.m. Monday through Thursday, every single day right here on this channel. Uh, and then LKW Cross says, the prayer of protection. The light of God surrounds me. The love of God enfolds me. The power of God protects me. I know this one, but I can't think of it off the top of my head. My mom and I used to say it when I was a kid, when I would be scared. Uh, she would say this prayer with me and, um, and, uh, and I would be fine. You know, I mean, uh, faith sustains me and it always has. So, all right, you guys, uh, thank you very much for coming here today and, uh, AI voter assistance. Yeah, that's, that's basically what they're hoping for. All right. Uh, it's Tuesday, so I've got more work to do. We're fully finishing the soundproofing in the studio. Lisa and I are heading to Home Depot to get some structural adhesive tomorrow at five. I'll be live here on this channel and then at 9 p.m. I'll be live on Badlands for Altered State. Uh, if there's anything you guys want to reach out to me for, if you want to send me a message, uh, you can do it through my website, redpill78news.com. You can also send me an email at my Proton, redpill78 at proton.me or protonmail.com, whichever one you want to use. It'll both get to me. Uh, and uh, yeah, you can also uh, continue to donate through these live platforms. You can donate through the website. You can donate through Ko-Fi or even Cash App. I don't know how much longer that one's going to last though. <clears throat> Just want to check and make sure I didn't miss anything. I didn't. And uh, yeah, thank you very much for being here. Good luck. God bless. We'll see you tomorrow.
When it comes to stubborn belly fat, we're all searching for a miracle pill. Generally, you have to use multiple products that target belly fat differently to manage excess weight around the stomach. Some products may focus on abdominal exercises or dietary changes, while others might focus on boosting metabolism or controlling cravings. But believe it or not, I may have found a solution that removes the need for juggling through multiple weight management products. It's called Belly Trim, and it's more effective at targeting belly fat, enhancing metabolism, and promoting a toned midsection better than most weight management products I've seen typically found on store shelves. Tens of thousands of five-star reviews back up the notion that Belly Trim is not only a breakthrough in a bottle, but that it also removes the need for us to use countless diet pills and fat-burning supplements. But there's more. If you place your order for Belly Trim now, you'll also receive 51% off free VIP live health and fitness coaching for life, two free new e-books titled Top 10 Foods That Burn Belly Fat, and Top 10 Exercises to Reduce Belly Fat, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee, and last but not least, free shipping. Simply go to www.trimwithus.com. That's www.trimwithus.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's www.trimwithus.com. Order now. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. Talk to enough people, and you'll soon realize nearly everyone's shocked at their recent electricity bills. Some studies reveal energy costs have skyrocketed by as high as 60% in as little as two years. That's why tens of thousands are installing this magical little device from SavePowerBills.com to help slash their energy bills. This sophisticated gadget stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your appliances and electronics. Simply plug it into your home's wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this device is one of the most efficient ways to save money while beating the greedy power companies. But there's more. If you order now, you'll also receive 65% off, fast shipping within the USA, hassle-free returns, and last but not least, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee. Just go to SavePowerBills.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's SavePowerBills.com. Violent crime across the U.S. has skyrocketed. Just recently, a politician was carjacked by three armed attackers outside his home in Washington, D.C. This comes several months after another politician was assaulted in the elevator of her building. Between mass shootings, kidnappings, burglaries, and carjackings, it's never been more vital to learn how to protect yourself. This is why tens of thousands are choosing the Fighter Flare Flashlight. The Fighter Flare Flashlight has awed people with a wonderful design and massive light output. On top of an ultra-bright 800-lumen light, it boasts powerful strobe lighting modes for self-defense, a glass-breaking hammer, a built-in power bank, solar-powered recharging, rope cutter, siren, and much more. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this flashlight is the latest and greatest in the EDC market. But there's more. If you place your order for the Fighter Flare Flashlight now, you'll also receive 66% off, free express shipping, and last but not least, a 100% lifetime guaranteed replacement. Simply go to www.fighterflare.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. www.fighterflare.com. Order now.